0: Hello, this is Jane Coombs of Working Well Solutions Limited and I'm starting a new podcast series on health, safety and well-being in the workplace based on my experience and topical issues. Let's go. Episode number six, occupational health role in absence management. Many workers worry if they're asked to go to occupational health After they've been off sick. They're not sure why they should go because their GP's looking after them. Or the day off was just a one-off, not likely to happen again. A random thing, gone, forgotten. But is it? Managers have to deal with this problem every day of the week. And the bigger the company, the more it's likely to occur. There's actually two types of sickness absence. One is short-term sickness absence where it's just random days for cold, flu, headaches, things like that. And the other is long-term absence. This is usually classified as being over four weeks in duration. Firstly, I'm going to deal with the issues relating to both types of absence, and you'll see that there's quite a difference. In short-term absence... The absence is usually unplanned, making it very difficult for managers to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Also, workers are generally self-diagnosing their health problems. Just think, if everyone called in sick one day, how would you keep your department going? And that's the problem that managers face. And I'm not saying that people are not sick. I'm just dealing with this from a manager's point of view. And occasionally, absence isn't actually about being sick. There's so many other influences to whether you turn over and go back to sleep or whether you get out of bed and struggle into work. People who have lots of short-term sickness don't get a lot of sympathy from their colleagues as they have to cover for them. Also, where companies offer sick pay there tends to be higher rates of absence. In long-term absence, the issues, although far more serious for the individual, are in fact easier to manage for the manager. Because if you're going to be off sick, say with a broken leg, then managers can get a temporary replacement for that worker, train them up and there's somebody to cover your duties. Long-term sick means that the GP or the specialist tends to write a fit note, uh, means that the doctor is involved in the diagnosis and the person is probably getting the right treatment. On the fit note that the manager gets, there'll be some idea of what the illness is and this allows managers to plan ahead. There'll be no last minute surprises with an employee phoning in every day. And others in the team tend to feel sympathy for those who have a long-term illness or have had an accident. If there is sick pay, then this will run out eventually. And there is no real cost to keeping a sick employee on the books, apart from the headcount issue. So you can be referred to occupational health for either short or long-term sickness, But usually the questions asked are quite different. So let's deal with short-term sickness absence referrals. People are usually referred because of hitting a target set by the company. It's not an acceptable level of absence. Usually it's something like, have you had more than three absences in three months? Or perhaps you use an absence monitoring system like the Bradford Index which triggers an investigation at some point. If you want to learn about this, then do look at my YouTube channel, Working While Solutions, and there is a program on how to use this and the principles involved in target setting in absence. Also, absences of this nature can be people having a duvet day, like a football team winning an important match. The occupational health interview will go something like this. Firstly, they'll look into all your absences and they'll have a list of why and when you were off and they'll ask you about it and they'll ask the employee about each absence. What they're looking for is some link to all the absences. So, for example, you could be off every time with a headache. You could be off every time with, say, a bowel disorder. And the purpose of this whole investigation by Occupational Health is actually to help the person get the right treatment or to understand that if the absence continues like this, then they may be in trouble. Another reason may be that the employee believes they're being harassed or bullied, or perhaps they don't have enough work to do or too much work to do, which all comes under the heading of stress at work. So Occupational Health will look into that quite deeply and try to figure out what's causing you to be absent from work. Following the interview with Occupational Health, they will make a report to your manager if there's an underlying disease requiring more treatment from the GP. There may be a domestic issue preventing you from coming to work like parental care or child care. Or maybe workplace issues. The one thing a manager is looking for. Is whether they can improve. Their attendance levels. And occupational health is trying to. Help you and the manager. To be able to do this. If the report points out. There is no underlying. Health condition. Then the disciplinary process. Usually kicks in. In long term. Absence. Occupational health's role is quite different. As I say, long-term sick is usually anyone that's been off or likely to be off for more than four weeks. And the manager usually has to make plans to cover for your absence and a rehabilitation programme when the person's ready to come back. Occupational health works with your manager to remove barriers to you coming back. And can recommend reduced hours, reduced duties, a different job role, and lots of other modifications to actually ease you back into the workplace. You can also be recommended to work from home or start later or earlier to avoid traffic. Occasionally, your company might want more information from your GP, in which case they would ask for a report from Occupational Health and Occupational Health will ask for your consent to be able to do this. So the difference between the two types of absence, short and long term, are quite distinct in terms of how Occupational Health would deal with it. The interview with Occupational Health covers reasons for absence and how to improve attendance. For long term sickness absence, it's about planning the workforce needs and enabling the person off sick to come back quickly and safely. Both long and short-term absence interviews make sure anyone truly sick has access to professionals who give workers the best possible chance of coming to and staying in their job as long as they are fit and able to do so. There is another type of absence that should be mentioned here and that's when the absence is related to the work that's being done. For example, if you had a repetitive strain injury, upper limb disorder or you would got occupational asthma, maybe hand on vibration, then this is where occupational health will really come into their own and be able to advise the manager on reviewing the risk assessment for the particular role and thereby protecting the rest of the workers. And this is usually undertaken as part of the Health Surveillance Programme Finally, I'd just like to mention the most common reasons for absence, and it does vary between industries, but overall the national picture shows that mental health issues and musculoskeletal problems are the leading causes of absence in the UK workforce. So occupational health can help you look out for that as well and help you monitor where those issues might be more likely to occur. You may want to look at my website for more information about absence and about health surveillance, health screening and all the other issues around absence. I've only covered a small part here. My website address is workingwellsolutions.com. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you've found something useful here and look out for my next podcast. Thank you and goodbye.